1: amen and amen shall be seated in heavenly places god bless you so much for coming to church today amen all right we're going to go into the word of the lord and today happens to be our freedom day service and our freedom day and today happens to be our freedom day of fruitfulness. god bless you turn your bibles with me to john chapter number 15 John chapter 15. Freedom day of fruitfulness. And I read from verse number 1. John chapter number 15. From verse number 1. John 15. I read from verse number 1. Said, I am the true vine. And my father is the vine dresser verse 2 every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away and every branch that bears fruit he prunes, that it may bear more fruit you are already cleansed you are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you abide in me and i in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine neither can you unless you abide in me i am the vine you are the branches he who abides in me and i in him much food say amen for without me you can do nothing mark that in your Bible without me you can do nothing if anyone does not abide in me he is cast out as a branch and is withered and they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned if you abide in me and my words abide in you you will ask you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you by this my father is glorified that you bear much fruit so you will be my disciples amen amen So one of the signs of the disciple of Jesus is that you bear fruit. You bear fruit. In fact, God's number one priority for every believer is that you bear fruit. He wants you to produce the qualities that he has placed inside of you. What do we do with fruit? Most of the time, when we see fruit, we eat them. Now, fruits are the things that are outwardly produced from the inside so that when people meet you and people encounter you in this world they will know that you are made of a different species you are made of a different kind because there are many people though they are in a church yet the kind of fruit they produce they are fruit that that don't match up with the qualities that god has placed in us so god's number one priority for every born again person is for you to bear fruit amen fruitfulness is the number one priority in the kingdom write it down fruitfulness is the number one priority in the kingdom any child of god who is not bearing fruit is an issue now why am i saying that bearing fruit is the number one priority in the kingdom of god now when we read john chapter 15 now look at verse number two again let's pay attention to verse number two pay attention you going to see something he said every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away he takes away and every branch that bears fruit he prunes that he may bear more fruit now the phrase in the phrase that he said that if you don't bear fruit he takes away if you read from the english bible and you just look at it and say oh, if you don't bear fruit he takes away you get it wrong in the greek that word that phrase that has been translated takes away does not really mean takes away As in, if you don't bear fruit he will take you away no if you don't bear fruit that phrase means he will lift you up he will li- he will help you to bear fruit in other words every person in christ If you are not bearing spiritual fruit, the work of the Holy Spirit is to help you so that you can bear spiritual fruit. Because it is for the Father's pleasure that every one of us, we bear spiritual fruit. So if you are not bearing spiritual fruit, what happens is that he helps you. Because, listen, if you are not bearing spiritual fruit, and then he comes and then he kicks you out of himself what has he achieved nothing it is for this very reason he sent jesus to come and die for us so that by dying for us you and i we can receive the life of god and when we receive the life of god we will be able to live in the spirit and when we live in the spirit we can now begin to produce the fruit of the spirit so if you are not producing the fruit of the spirit what happens is that the holy spirit comes in and then helps you from your weakness so that you'll be able to produce spiritual fruit now because many people live in this world a lot of people are stuck in the things they see around they do things they can see and hear and feel but we are supposed to produce spiritual fruit every child of god as long as you are born again you must produce spiritual food this is the only way the world will know that you are a child of god if your father is spiritual you cannot be doing canal stuff because your father is spiritual you must also produce spiritual things. now let me tell you something when we, when we were not born again we were in the world are you here we were in the world we did natural things carnal stuff God did not really put the blame on us because we could not produce spiritual things because we were in the flesh we were stuck up in the flesh so because we were in the flesh we only did the things that were in the flesh so God did not really blame us that is why when we read the Bible in 2nd Corinthians chapter number 5 let's, let's read it so that you understand what I want to say 2nd Corinthians chapter number 5 second Corinthians chapter number five praise the Lord all right i read from verse seventeen. Second Corinthians chapter number five from verse 17 he said therefore if anyone is in Christ he's a new creation all things have passed away behold all things have become new now verse 18 he said now all things are of God all things come from god who has reconciled us to himself through jesus christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation verse 19 that is that god was in christ reconciling the world to himself and not imputing their trespasses to them and has committed to us The word of reconciliation. So, I'm building up the point. Listen. God did not impute the sins of the world against the world because they were not spiritual. The word impute means that he did not credit the world the sins that they have done. When Jesus Christ came, he did not condemn the world of the sins that they have done. Because they were not spiritual. So, Jesus was sent into the world to raise up a spiritual people are you here who will be producing spiritual food different from what the world is producing now what do you see in the world you see in the world wickedness murder fornication drunkenness lies wickedness all those things are going on in the world they are common things that happen in the world they are so common Today, if you walk in this world, you will not live a day that you will not hear something bad happening. It is what is common in the world. But God is different from what is happening in the world. God is different from the spirit that is producing all those things that are happening in the world. Now, the moment you get born again, God takes you out of what is common and brings you into himself in the spirit that you'll be able to produce this spiritual fruit and then when you produce this spiritual fruit what happens is that the people who live in the world when they look at you they realize that you are different you are different and you don't produce the same works that they are producing are you here with me I am bringing up a point listen the word holiness the word holiness I have said it here some time ago that the word holiness when people hear be holy because your father is holy they think that okay now like like be, dress up in a way that you know like how these Taliban they dress up and then they cover everything about themselves then they leave only their eyes to see around that is not what holiness literally means what holiness means is that it means you are different holiness means you are different in other words you are different to what is common in the world in this world what you find everything that you find commonly happening in the world the holy spirit makes you different when he comes into you it is common for people to be sick it is common for people to fornicate and lie and do all those atrocious things but the moment you get born again god did not come to blame you for that life you were in the world before you received jesus he did not blame you because he knows that you don't you didn't know what you were doing on the cross jesus said father forgive them for they don't know what they are doing when you see someone behaving in a particular way you see the reason god will not blame you instantly and the reason god will help you to produce fruit is that you may not know what you are doing let me tell you something. There are some people who behave contrary to how the Holy Spirit wants us to behave. And you might think that that is their mind. But they don't know what they are doing. So to bear spiritual fruit is the number one sign that you are born again. I'm telling you. I, I saw an article. Um, was it last two days? On, on Facebook. And then there's this guy. He's a gay he said gay but then he, he, he has transformed himself to look like a woman he has done all of these things and then he's looking like a woman so they asked they ask him say do you go to church he said I go to church and he asked him when you go to church how do you dress you dress like a woman or you dress like a guy he said I always dress like a guy when I'm going to church but when I'm not in church I dress like a woman look at such a life the fact that you are in church does not mean you are born again because in church different kind of people are in the church in this ship called the church all kinds of people are in the church what to show and what to tell you even your own self that you are born again is the spiritual fruit that you are bearing Let me tell you, when you know you are living in the Spirit, you know. And when you know that you are in the flesh too, you know. Nobody will tell you, you know that you are in the flesh. Imagine you you say you are a child of God. And then you are living a life of sin. That will tell you that you are not bearing the fruit of the Spirit. So, the fact that you have come to church does not mean you are born again. What will tell you that you are born again is when you begin to produce the fruit of the Spirit. Because that is the goal of God. And that is why he will help you. There are things that we used to do when we're in the world. We don't do them anymore because now the Spirit has taken over us. When the Holy Spirit takes over you, there's no way you'll be behaving like how you used to behave. There's no way. If you used to be someone who liked to quarrel a lot when you were in the world, in your flesh, now you are born again and you are still quarreling. There's a question mark on your faith because the Holy Spirit, when he takes over you, the Spirit is a gentle spirit. It's not an altar of confusion. So you cannot be carrying an attitude of still quarreling when you are born again. It's not normal. That is not from God. Are you here with me? So, born again simply means to live this new life in Christ and to produce the fruit of the Spirit. And we have been set free from that life of the flesh. Of that flesh and blood life so that we can be producing spiritual things. Are you here with me? Now, why do people don't don't, don't bear spiritual food why do people don't bear spiritual food i'm giving you four points why people don't bear spiritual fruit. number one is because they don't fear god people don't fear god that is why they don't bear spiritual food in fact when it comes thank god that the month of march is our month of the fear of god so i'll i'll teach more on the fear of god let me give you this point. I, I couldn't just help it not to give you this point today. When you see people behaving, people who call on the name of the Lord, they, are, they behave contrary to the will of God. They don't fear Him. I was telling you last week that if you fear God, there are some things you will never do. My, my relationship with one another is not because you have money or you don't have money. It's not because you are beautiful or you are not beautiful. My relationship with one another must be because I fear God. That must be my priority. If you fear God, you'll be producing spiritual fruit. And I pray that from today, the fear of God will take over your heart. I say, it shall take over your heart. What does it mean to fear God? To fear God means to give God the utmost reverence he he deserves now you are talking about the one who created everything in this world you are talking about the owner of the world and you are talking about the one that everybody under this sun will stand before and give an account you are talking about the boss of the whole world you are talking about the owner of the whole world if you don't want to fear him then you are in trouble you are in big trouble if you don't want to fear God because the moment you fear God And the next thing that happens to you is that you begin to bear spiritual fruit Because now you don't want to do things that are in the flesh anymore. I fear God. So when I'm walking in this world. I am walking with him to bear fruit that will please him. Because if you fear him you don't want to get him angry. Nobody would Don't try. Don't try to be on the wrong side of God. Because if anyone wants to be on the wrong side of God you are in trouble see people behaving anyhow in the spirit and in the church because they don't fear God there are many people who fear men than they fear God I'm telling you people fear men more than they fear God ah, a young lady if you fear God a married man will not tell you come and sleep with me let me pay your school fees and then you go and sleep with him if you fear God you will never do it you fear man that is why you go and sleep with a married man to pay your school fees let me tell you the fear of God would reposition your attitude and will make you to live in the spirit in a manner that will always please god i pray that you will begin to please god because you fear him from today in the mighty name of jesus i'm telling you ah you see some christians they say they are christians but because they don't fear god they hide their identity when they are in the world they feel so comfortable have you not seen some people they say they are Christians so they are even authors in church they are choristers in the church when they move into the world they are very comfortable ah they are so comfortable when you see them in the parties they are the ones sharing their ogogro they are the ones distributing the things that the worldly people they need they are so comfortable one day I went to an event I was invited many years ago I was invited to an event And then when I went, at that time I started the work of God. So I was very, very, very conscious of what I was doing. So when I went to the event, it was a wedding reception. I sat at the back somewhere. I sat there. I was just fidgeting with my phone and everything. And then I saw this lady that I know. And I knew this lady was an active person in her church. So, as I was sitting there, then I saw this lady busy going up and down. And where I was sitting, just a few meters or away from me, that's where they were serving the food and the drinks. So when they started serving the food and the drinks, and then this lady came, and this lady came and asked the people, "Ah, where is the the cake? You know, cake that the that machine that they used to serve the beer." So she came and she was asking the guys, where is the thing? And then the guy said, he, he doesn't know. And then it was like, ah, people have come. They want to drink beer. They are not getting the beer. Let's go and get the thing and serve the beer. And then she was like, heading the organization of the beer and the, and the alcoholic beverages. And so whilst I was sitting there, I started looking ahead. And I was saying in my mind, is it not this girl who is so active in church? So much that... He has come to an event like this she the one spearheading the dis- spearheading the distribution of alcohol when you find some believers in the church oh they are all over the place they are crying under the atmosphere of the holy spirit but when you're in the world they are very comfortable you cannot be in the spirit and if you fear god to be in the world and feel comfortable it is it can never be normal you find someone sitting in the church, in the church, because he doesn't fear God. As girlfriends all over the place will be fornicating and does not even have any consciousness. That, hey, what I am doing, I'm getting God angry. The fear of God is what you need first and foremost to start producing spiritual fruit. I get what I'm saying. Now uh, let's read some scriptures. Go to Psalm one forty-seven. Psalm one hundred and forty-seven. Are you there? Let's read verse number eleven. Psalm one hundred and forty-seven. And let's all read it with a thunderous voice together. One to go. The Lord takes pleasure in those who fear Him, in those who hope in His mercy. Let's read it one more time. The Lord takes pleasure in those who fear Him in those who hope in his mercy god bless you be on your seat so who are those that god takes pleasure in those who fear him not those who say they know god but they don't fear him he takes pleasure in those who fear him you will not be producing spiritual fruit if you don't fear god because when god tells you to do something you'll be challenging him you'll be disputing ah god i can't do it this one is too hard for me the first step to producing spiritual fruit is to start fearing God if you fear someone will you mess up with it? you don't mess up with it you don't mess up, you don't mess up if you fear someone you don't mess up I see the generation of today many people don't fear God They don't fear God that's why they behave anyhow the but you see one of the things the Holy Spirit brings into you if you are a real born-again person it's the fear of God because you know that he is the boss you know yes he's our father and he's the boss you don't you don't don't mess up with the things of God because of your own selfish interest and ambition it takes pleasure it takes pleasure may God takes pleasure in your life i say may God takes pleasure in your life proverbs 15:16. Proverbs chapter number 15 Proverbs chapter number 15 I read verse number 16 it says better is a little with the fear of the law than great treasure with trouble they better with little with the fear of the law you know people people don't fear God though. so what they have in their lives they don't even value it and that is why people see now in this world but corruption is, is so prevalent because people don't fear God they think what they have in their life is not enough and because they, don't, they think what they have is not enough and the fear of God is not there they don't care what to do to get more money they don't care what to do to get more of what they want they don't care, they don't care, they don't care because they feel that as long as what I have is not enough let me go for the next thing and that is all that matters all that matters is life. It's not to have money and to have cars and to have houses that is not the, that's not the reason we are in this world the reason we are in this world is to know God and to fear him the reason we are in this world is not to just have money you know buy cars marry build houses no you are not going to take any of them out of this world none of them will follow you out of this world but what will accompany you before god is when you fear him because the moment you begin to fear god you start bearing spiritual food the fear of the lord will tell you don't insult somebody because the person was made in his image and likeness the fear of god will tell you don't cheat on someone because the cheats all of them they are against the will of god the fear of god will tell you love your neighbor as god has loved you the fear of god will tell you always bless people don't test them the fear of god will tell you always be there for someone and not neglect people in their times of need the fear of god will tell you sacrifice for one another and not be selfish the fear of god will tell you you know pray for one another because you fear god you will always be doing his things now, jesus said something he said As for temptations, it will come. But woe unto the person through whom temptation will come. That should tell you that as you are living in this world, don't be that person that the devil can use to tempt somebody. You see, the moment you start fearing God, the devil cannot use you. And I pray that the devil will not find a way to use you. As I pray that the devil will not find a way to use you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Isaiah chapter 33. Isaiah chapter 33 Isaiah chapter 33 now verse 6 Isaiah 33 verse number 6 Isaiah chapter 33 verse 6 which verse 6 wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of your times say amen and the strength of salvation and he said The fear of the Lord is his treasure. So the fear of God is a treasure. Say the fear of God is a treasure. The fear of God is a treasure. When you fear God, you are carrying a treasure. That is more valuable than gold. Valuable than oil. Valuable than any money you can look for. The fear of God will take you places and the fear of God above all things will cause you to bear spiritual fruits it takes the fear of God to do the things of the spirit amen are you here with me spiritual fruit. number two the second reason people don't bear spiritual fruit is because they don't walk in understanding don't walk in understanding that is why they don't bear spiritual fruit they don't bear spiritual fruit because they don't walk in understanding let's go to matthew chapter 30 Matthew chapter 30 now i read verse 10 first from verse 10 first and the disciples came to him and said to him why do you speak to them in parables he answered and said to them because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven but to them it has not been given for whoever has to him will be given more will be given and he will have abundance but whoever does not have even what he has will be taken away from him therefore i speak to them in parables because seeing they do not see and hearing they do not hear nor do they understand and in them the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled which says hearing you will hear and shall not understand and seeing you will see and not perceive for the heart of these people have grown dull their ears are hard of hearing and their eyes they have closed lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears lest they should understand with their heart and turn so that i should heal them meaning that the moment you gain understanding god will visit you i pray that god shall visit you from today as you understand his ways in the mighty name of jesus there is no spiritual fruitfulness in the lives of people because they lack understanding they are not bearing spiritual fruit because they don't understand the things of the spirit meanwhile you are born again to live in the spirit you are not born again to walk in the flesh those of you came for the all night you understand the teachings that are made on friday when you walk in the spirit and you understand that the life that i have now it is not my life and that it is the life of god that is in me and i have that understanding of that life i cannot do what i please anymore i just cannot do what i feel like doing i will not be able to do spiritual things because i understand that my ways are now spiritual and when we read john chapter 4 24 god said he is looking for people who worship him in spirit and in truth he's not looking for people who want to walk with him in the flesh when you're working with god in the flesh you behave anyhow you say what you feel like saying you think anyhow you want to think when problems confront you you react to them with a flesh solution at the moment you come out from the flesh and you live in the spirit and when you have that understanding of the spirit now all your ways become spiritual like i said on friday you know, there are some people who think that ah life life is not spiritual life is always natural we live in a natural world i want to see i want to hear it's a mistake i taught on friday that even in this natural world that you and i we are in we are influenced by spiritual forces i taught you the two types of spirit either you are influenced by the spirit of the devil or you are influenced by the holy spirit and there are people in this world Clearly they are influenced by the devil. They are influenced by the devil. Their lives is an example of what the devil wanted to happen. They are liars. They are lazy. Fornicators. Thieves. Backbiters. Envious. This is what the devil wants. You see, what the devil wants is that he doesn't want people to flow in unity. So he always does things. Now, if you don't want to walk in isolation and then you want to walk with people, it's okay, no problem. Now, this relationship that you have I will also corrupt it. So the devil always does things to corrupt relationships, to destroy relationships. You realize that people are not bearing spiritual fruit because they are influenced by the enemy. So don't think that we are living in this world just by ourselves. You are in church here today because the spirit moved you. If some spirit moved you, contrary to the Lord, you will sleep in the house. I'm going to prove to you that is why every child of God, you must yield to the to the leadings of the Spirit. Romans chapter eight verse fourteen. The Bible says, "As many that are led by the Spirit of God, these are the children of God." You cannot be a child of God and be be led by your flesh, and be led by your feelings, and be led by what you are thinking sensually. Your senses cannot guide you. If you want to bear spiritual fruit, your senses, how I feel. It cannot guide you if we are see if we are all going to behave based on what we feel I tell you will, some of us will not be coming to church at all if you see my workload and the things that I do you might be thinking that uh, uh, apostle how do you get the strength to always be doing the things that you do it's because I yield to the spirit because in this flesh this flesh is weak this flesh is always weak if you depend on the flesh You will bear fruit that has nothing to do with God. This flesh is always weak. It takes the spirit to strengthen their flesh. Now, what does it mean to understand? Understanding comes from the Greek word nous. Not news. news. nous. N-O-U-S. It means to give your mind. To give your mind to the word. A lot of people come to church, they hear the word. They shout amen. They are excited. Very nice prophetic service. They leave the service. And you know what? They go home. They don't even think about the word. In fact, there are people who even sit in church. While the man of God is teaching, they are thinking about money more than the word that they are hearing. Their mind is on money. That is how low their lives have become. People live in this world. They think that all that matters is to make money. That is what they think. They say, if I don't have, hey, hey, without money I can't live. Who told you you cannot live? What about those who also have money but they cannot buy? Have you not gone to the market before that you want to buy something but your money is not enough? You have the money, but the I, the price the price of the item is beyond what you have so you cannot buy. What about them? If all that matters is this life is to make money, I tell you, <laughs> like what would have you seen is so would be more catastrophic than what you already seen listen when you walk with god that is where prosperity comes when you walk with god and you fear him that is when you're going to see true treasures of life it's not to go and chase the things that the world is chasing we learned on friday that if you are looking for any solution in this world you don't go looking out for the solution from the world as a child of god your solution to every situation in this world is in what in the spirit is in God. As long as God lives, and as long as God created this world, everything that you need in this world is in the spirit. God came into this world, and what happened? Whatever he wanted to see in this world, he spoke them into existence. You didn't see God working too hard. He said, hey, Charlie, angels, go and bring the brick and mortar. Let's start laying the foundation. No, 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 no. Everything that he wanted to see in this world, he just spoke. Say he just spoke. Say, he just spoke. Say, he just spoke that is the life of the spirit. that is how simple but powerful the life of the spirit is when you understand when you put your mind to the things of God aha uh-huh, then you realize that the fear of God will enter your heart because you understand his ways Jesus said the moment they understand I will heal them the moment you understand you will come out of your poverty the moment you understand that sickness that has been worrying you you come out of it the moment you understand that problems you are going through you come out of it because understanding is what brings transformation understanding is what brings transformation i remember when i was in the university and as a as a child of god i understood who i am i understood what i had whilst i was in the university right, i've shared with you right from day one i was telling my colleagues me yeah, some of us we are living here with first class. They thought, "Oh, we're joking." Said, well, first class, first class is no, no. Why do you need it? I said, "That's what I, that's what I need, and that's what I want." I said, "I'm speaking it, without even knowing how the course is going to turn out, without even knowing what the course entails." I said, "I'll, I'll, live here with the first class." And that was exactly what happened. That was exactly what happened. We were some of the best students in class because we understanding. We had the understanding that so far as we are in christ we cannot fail so far as we are in christ we cannot be failures and i prophesy over your life that as you walk in divine understanding of the ways of god you shall never fail in life you shall never be a failure in your generations you shall never be a failure in the mighty name of jesus we are not raising failures we are raising mega and great people and when you fear god and you understand the ways of god that is when you become great first corinthians Chapter number 14. 1 Corinthians chapter number 14. I'm building a very important point And then we'll start moving to deeper territories. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse number 20. Can we all read it together if we are there? 1 Corinthians chapter number 14 verse number 20. Want to go? Brethren do not be children in understanding however in malice be babies but in understanding be mature when you understand spiritual things you become mature say mature a lot of people are still babies in the church they are still babies in the church because they lack spiritual understanding they lack it Ah i mean when you understand spiritual things why will you come to church and be sleeping you lack spiritual understanding you don't fear god that is why when you come to church you come and sleep you don't fear god that is why when it is time for us to gather you will not show up you don't fear god that is why the things of the spirit don't mean anything to you and you lack understanding on top of that you don't fear god <laughs> i said the time is coming eh? the church will be awakened say understanding understanding is the key say it is the key it is one of the major keys in the kingdom and in fact it's one of the things that the spirit brings into us when you have when you have the key of understanding you can open the the window. Window. You don't have to apply keys when you have understanding uh, those of you who are in the university if you are learning something and you don't understand will you be able to pass the examination yeah, yeah, did they bring your paper uh, did they didn't understand verse number 12 John... but as many as received him to them he gave the right to become children of God those who believe in his name to those who believe in his name who were born not of blood nor of the will of the flesh nor of the will of man but of God This is what it means to be born again. When you are born again, you are not born of blood. You are not born of flesh. You are not born of any will of man. You are born of God. That is why let me tell you something. You know, I've stood here before. I've stood here and I'll forever stand before you and say, that is why it is dangerous to call any human being your spiritual father. Take it from me. I'm your pastor. I'm teaching you the truth. I should be telling you to be calling me your spiritual father no man gave birth to you in christ no human being gave birth to you in christ it was not the will of any man if i come to preach to you and give your life to christ it is not me who has saved you it is jesus who has saved you i don't carry the capacity to save anybody If you are sick and I lay my hands on you and you get healed. It is not me who has healed you. It is power in the name of Jesus and the Spirit that has healed you. Don't give any credit to me. Give it to God. If you come to church and your life is transformed from being poor to be rich. It is not because of me. It is because of the Holy Spirit that has come into your life. He's the one who transforms. The biggest mistake Christians are making in this world is calling human beings spiritual fathers let me tell you don't get me wrong i i i honor great men of god i have a lot of people i respect but to say a human being is a spiritual father is a sharp contradiction to the word of god didn't you see it it's a born not of the will of man born not of the will of man nor of blood nor of the flesh but born of god that is why there are many 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 christians Whose lives are in jeopardy. Because they they see their pastors as spiritual fathers. And then these people have taken advantage of that thought. And they are destroying lives. See me as your pastor. I'm your apostle. I'm simple. Don't see me beyond that. You honor me because I'm your pastor. You honor me because God has sent me to bring you his word. You honor me because God has asked me to teach you in his ways. Simple as that. And it ends there. I did not give birth to you spiritually. And I'm not ashamed to say it. We are alive. People are watching us. And I'm not ashamed to say it to the world. It's an error to call any human being a spiritual father or spiritual mother. No human being gave birth to us. It's only God. What the Bible teaches is that we should honor those who labor in the faith. He said we deserve double honor. These are correct teachings. Honor me with double honor. But I cannot be your father. So don't see me as your father. I'm insisting on... Okay. Having said that, now let me come to the point. People are so stuck in the flesh. So they don't produce spiritual fruit. Galatians 5. Galatians 5 Amen. Are you here with me? Yeah. Galatians 5:16. Galatians 5:16. I said then, walk in the spirit and in summer fulfill the last of the flesh. The last of the flesh for the flesh lasts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh and these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish but if you are led by the spirit you are not under the law now look at the things of the flesh if you you are not you will not be familiar with them now the works of the flesh verse 19 now the works of the flesh are evident which are adultery fornication Uncleanliness, lewdness idolatry sorcery hatred contentions jealousies outburst of wrath selfish ambition dissensions heresies envy murders drunkenness reveries reveries means parties those who like parties a lot parties and the like and he said of which i tell you beforehand that's what i also told you in the time past that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of god if you do these things you practice them you will not inherit the kingdom of god plain black and white no excuses if people fear god they will not do any of these things that we are talking about you don't fear god that is why you are married you are chasing girls you don't fear god that is why you are sleeping with a girl you are not married to you don't fear god You don't fear God. That is why you go to a party. You go and party all night. And then you not show up in church. You don't fear God. You don't fear. Other people don't fear God though. People don't fear God. You don't fear God. If someone is doing something better than you, you hate the person. You don't fear God. Amen. When you fear God, you love one another, and you respect one another, and you honor one another, and you pray for the best for one another. You you oh listen oh listen drunkenness oh mama almost brigade they don't fear God they don't fear God appetite <speaking in Hebrew> ah. So your appetite is so destroyed that you don't fear God. There are some things here in my life I, 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 I vow not to spend my money on. Comedy show. Comedy. If you are a comedian and you are marketing to me, you are marketing to the wrong person. Laughter that God has filled my heart with plenty of laughter. I should pay money to come and sit down. Not even for them to crack jokes that are godly. They can take my brother's Mike's face and say, look at Mike. And then they will start making fun of him. And then people will sit sitting there laughing. Quack, 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 quack. And then, hey! You are making fun of a human being. And I, I should pay money to just say something about someone for me to laugh. Say laughter is free. Oh, say, say, say laughter is free i don't have to pay anybody to make jokes for me to laugh Ah! people don't fear god so they are in the flesh flesh life in kwa they are doing all these things in the flesh people come to church not not in this church i know it doesn't but people go to church let me put it that way people go to church and will leave church and go to the shrine because of what business they want people to buy for. And do you think God is interested in your business so much that ah, God have mercy? It's so sad. People are going to church and they are going to the fetish priest. So you think God cannot bless you? You go to church. Go to go to Cantamantu. To go to the Akra. People are going to church. But they have gone to they are going to. They've gone to Antoine They have gone, and they have other things in addition to the church. They say they go, and they have put it. They say Charlie, their this thing. Take this thing, go and put it in your business. You get customers. You get sales. You get sales. Let me tell you something, church. All that you need to prosper with God is to walk with Him in spirit and in faith. If you walk in the flesh, all these things that we have just read, they would they will think that ah it's normal. Ah, it is not it, it's not normal for eh, eh. so I say eh, normal Obama Pemba, they are eh, normal. I, I say eh, normal. Oh, yeah, there's something wrong with you. No, it's normal for a man to be a womanizer. You, you, you are suffering from lack of the fear of God. If you fear God, if you fear God, if you fear God, even if the girl gives you on the free on the free uh, as a woman, a scholarship, those days were in the school, say, oh, the girl has given me scholarship. <laughs> even if the girl wants you to scholarship, you say no, that's this, I reject it. You think it's scholarship that you must take? You know perfectly you don't love this girl. The girl will cook for you. Now you've turned the girl into your semi-wife. Washing for you, cooking for you, massaging you. Hey, Jack. Jack, Fear God. Tell her neighbor, fear God. Though. Fear God and live. Fear God and live. Fear God and live. It's not normal. Of the, he said if you practice this thing you will not inherit the kingdom. And then he said even said that he had told them before and then he was telling them again. Don't follow the world. In this world right now, people think that this is a normal life. It's normal. That is normal. But look at the things of the spirit. If you are not walking in the flesh, look at the things. When you go to verse 22, and the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, so peace long suffering kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control 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 it is is one beautiful thing of the spirit when the world wants you to walk in their way you have that self-control to the extent that they don't move you oh i woke up today i don't feel like going to church i don't feel like praying You are in the flesh. You are in the flesh. Sometimes you can pray for three hours and you don't even feel in your flesh that you have prayed. And I'll be thinking that, ah, Uh, have I really prayed according to the Spirit of the Lord or what? Yes. You don't have to feel in your flesh to determine spiritual things. What you do is that you walk by faith. Whether you feel, there's some people that come to say, I didn't feel the presence of God you want to feel with your flesh all that matters is that God said where two or three gather in my name I'm there that is the only faith that you know that is the only faith that you need so as soon as we gather all that I must know is that Jesus is here I don't have to feel his presence all that I need is that I must know that he's here so if you know that Jesus is here you cannot come and sleep because if you fear God Jesus is here looking at you Jesus is talking to you and then you are, hey, you don't fear God. Those who walk in the flesh, they don't fear God. Now the last thing. The last reason people don't bear spiritual fruit. Now this, is, this thing is very, very important. And I'll, I'll tell you why. When you don't attend church frequently, is the reason many people don't bear spiritual fruit. when you don't attend church. Infrequent church attendance is one major reasons people don't best for spiritual food. Ephesians chapter number four. Ephesians chapter four. I read from verse number eleven. Ephesians four verse eleven. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. The word edifying means building up. So the more you come to church, the more you are built up into the image of Christ. If you don't come to church and you are always associating with the world, you will be in their image. You will love the things that are in the world always show up in church because when you show up in church it is in church that you are put spiritual things that will build you up spiritually this is a spiritual congregation it's not a carnal congregation in this church we don't do carnal things we do spiritual things the more you hear spiritual things, the more you rub yourself of spiritual environment the more you are built up into the spiritual image of christ and he said that i have placed my apostles pastors evangelists prophet teachers in the church we are the church ecclesia the people of god we are the church and god has placed me here maybe this message i'm teaching you today this message you are hearing if you have not come to church today you wouldn't have heard it so coming to church is what shapes your life up to live a life that fears god Today you are here, tomorrow you are there, you are here. You realize you have lost an identity. Yes? Oh, today you love the things of the world. You know, I I have, in all my ministry, I have officiated just about two or three funerals. I'm somebody, I'm an anti-funeral. And for me to go and officiate a funeral, then the, the person probably is... Close, or I have some kind of. I'm somebody I don't like doing those things. Yeah. One of them that I officiated, probably the, you no, know, the first one. First one, it was in Elmina. And this man was an elder in a different church. I then encountered my ministry when I was on radio in that in that town. And then eventually started coming to me and all that. So we used to call him Elder, Elder, Elder. That was his name. Guess what? And I was going to officiate that. And I heard this man say, Oh yes, man, man of God has come. <inaudible> Those who don't understand. say, said, let's do the traditional stuff. Let's finish with the traditional, the culturally whatever. And then the man of God will come. To me, I said, okay, let me go and stand somewhere. Already when he said that, he kind of surprised me. I, I I thought this man was very spiritual, all right. And this man went to take the they went to take some things, and, the, and then and they gave it to him. And then he started pouring the libation and doing the incantations and praying. And I was sitting there looking at him. Ah, come and see this man when he's praying in church. He can pray till the walls can shake. And then he does those things, makes himself up with the well. What, what kind of identity do you have? To so such a person, like, it's like those people who come to church and then will go home and then have other things. You know, before he started coming to my place, what made him to come out to my place is that he said, I go to church, alright. He said, fisherman, I have some things in my fishing boat. Some idols in the boat. They told me that when I go for fishing, it will make me you know that the thing is not working. So, man of God, come and pray for me. So that my business would go on all right we were planting a church there i said i will come when i went there the first thing the holy spirit told me tell him to clear all those things from the boat if you want to see my glory i said oh man of god if i take them out these people they'll get angry with me oh, They're the fetish and those people their idols they'll get. i said not nothing will happen to you clear all those things and then he cleared all those things put them somewhere and i entered the boat, prayed that night when the guys went they usually go spend three three days on sea and then come back when they went the third day when they came they had a bumper harvest the whole year that they have never caught anything much when they came back they had a bumper harvest that is what landed him in the church in my place because he said those idols that he had they have been using them They go to fish they don't catch anything i entered the boat i want to pray simple prayer they went they had a bumper harvest no, knowing the guy had not left those things church when you attend church your life is saved my life is saved when i go to church but god has placed apostles prophets, evangelists in the church so that we will equip you and edify you the word equipping means to furnish you furnish you see like you go and rent a house or build your house and then you are furnishing it with you know television your carpet your curtains that is what furnishing means when you come to church the things that you are lacking spiritually you'll find the man of God supplying supplying to you as you come you hear the word your life is being you transform know, transformed from grace to grace glory to glory so you can move out from the flesh and moves full time into the spirit it's only in the spirit that you can have a beautiful life in the flesh the flesh you live by sight if you see then you do but in the spirit, you live by faith. It is what God has told you. It's what God has told you. If some of us are living by sight, let me tell you, we'll give up on the work of God. We live by, you live by faith. Living by faith and walking in the spirit has taken me places around the world. I'm telling you. I've shared my story with you. One day I was there the Holy Spirit spoke. He said, son, you want to see my life? You want to see my glory in high life? I want you to stay with me for 40 days fasting. No food. We're not on food that we were passing six to six and then we break and we eat only water we didn't die we didn't die in the flesh how can a flesh person go one day without food I must have come with me I, I have so much I need to eat I only stomach but cannot just
0: stand
1: without food for one day are you here say coming to church is worthy Coming to church is worthy, and it's so important. Amen. So quickly, let's run through these five points, and then we are done. How to be fruitful. Let me give you the how, and then we are done. One, be led by the Spirit. Always be led by your Father, the Holy Spirit. I quoted Romans 8.14, but let's read Ezekiel 37. Ezekiel 37 verse number one then the hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley and it was full of bones when you read um, Ezekiel 37 when you go home finish reading it you're going to see that is where Ezekiel brought back the dry bones he was able to bring back the dry bones because the spirit of the Lord was upon him See, when you are not having things moving in your life, move from the flesh. Get rid of the flesh attitude and let the Spirit lead you. That is the only point you can start bearing spiritual fruit. Bear in mind, Jesus has set the Spirit from the flesh so we can live in the Spirit. All right? So the first thing is to want, be led by the Spirit. Two, if you want to bear spiritual fruit, get the seed of the Word seed of the word of god please take note of it very important seed of the word first peter chapter number one first peter chapter number one verse 23 Let's do twenty-two and twenty-three. First Peter chapter 1, 22 and twenty-three. He said, Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit, in sincere love of the brethren, love one another fervently with what a pure heart. And he went on to verse 3 to say, Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible, through the word of God which lives and abide forever amen say incorruptible seed say incorruptible seed the more you hear the word you are receiving the seed that produces spiritual fruit and it is it is an incorruptible seed in other words the seed of the word in you can never be destroyed it can never decay it can never decay are you here with me the seed of the word can never decay and i pray for your life that from today the word of God will constantly produce his kind of fruit in you and you shall be fruitful in all of your ways in the mighty name of Jesus Christ three, be courageous if you want to be fruitful in the spirit you have to be courageous you have to have courage 2nd timothy chapter number one. Second Timothy chapter number one second Timothy chapter number one Verse number seven. Are you there? And then it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Amen. Say I don't fear anything. You know, in the flesh, fear is there. Imagine see it's left with just like let's say your Five ten cities, and you know that if it is finished today, you don't know how you're going to survive tomorrow. Have fear, and it, it, the, the devils are like, hard. Ah, you are not going to eat tomorrow. No way, children of God, we don't move with fear. We move by faith. Amen. Someone, we are full of courage. We know our God and our Father shall supply our needs, whatever you need. When you walk in courage and boldness, the Father shows up. Spiritual people don't contort in fear. No. You cannot be bearing spiritual fruit in fear. No. Fear is a weapon of the devil. Don't be courage. Tell anybody be courageous. Tell anybody be courageous. When you are full of courage, you step out and you are bold. Like God told Joshua, "Let's go to Joshua." Joshua chapter number one. Joshua chapter number one. And then, when you read from verse number eight, it says, "This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night." Remember, this verse has to do with our understanding. Say, think about the word of God day and night, Alright? That you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then will you make your way prosperous, and then you have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So you see, when you fear God, you know that he's always with you. Everywhere you go. So if I know that God is with me wherever I go and in whatever I do, why should I be afraid that I will not get what I'm looking for? He will take care of you from today as you make him your parity and you fear him god shall provide and he shall take care of you in the mighty name of jesus when you wake up in the morning wake up in boldness wake up in courage knowing that god shall fight for me knowing that god shall make a way where there is no way knowing that god shall give me joy and give me celebration knowing that god shall set the high grounds to become low in everything that i do in the mighty name of jesus christ Say I am courageous. So shout it loud. Say I am courageous. Amen. Oh, so, last but one point. Are you to bear the fruit of the Spirit? You are supposed to live in the Spirit. The first point is saying be led by the Spirit. It is different from saying live in the live in the Spirit. I get what I'm saying when you live in the spirit your thinking your behavior everything about you is interested in spiritual things not carnal things when your life is always interested in spiritual things say spiritual things spiritual living there Galatians 6:8. Galatians 6.8. says, are you there? Galatians 6.8, are you there? For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. In other words, when you live in the spirit, you will enjoy everlasting life. The flesh, you reap corruption. In other words, you will decay, you will be destroyed. Don't tell your neighbor. Don't invest a lot of your time in the flesh. Invest more in the spirit. You know, there are some people they they spend more of their money trying to look good in the flesh. Yes, I mean it's fine to look good in the flesh, you know, and all of that. But the profit in that is little. For example, the Bible says that it's a physical exercise. Profit's little. Like this dude always will go to the gym. We'll be Jimmy from morning to evening. No time to pray. No time to study the word. You want to be macho. You want to be fine boy. Fine boy to please who? Ladies, come on. Physical exercises, profits, little. Spend a lot of your time in spiritual things. Studying the Bible. Praying. Thinking about the word. Are you get what I'm saying? Making sure that your life is an expression of the glory of God loving one another the way god is loving you bless people don't curse people pray for one another help those who are weak in the spirit you know as you are relating to one another speaking words of faith and not of what of discouragement you find yourself building up and building up that's how you live in the spirit that's how you live in the spirit constantly doing spiritual things amen and the last point number five the way you're going to grow and bear spiritual fruit is that grow in knowledge. Grow in the knowledge of the will of God. Grow in the knowledge. Increase in the knowledge of the will of God. A lot of people don't know spiritual things. It's very, very sad. People people come to church but they are very limited in spiritual knowledge. Ask them, uh, Richest footballer in the world, they will tell you. Ask them the number one secular musician in the world, they will tell you. and if you tell them what is in John 3 16, they have no idea. They have no idea. How many of you can sit here? If I call you right now, you can mention just three, just say great men of God in past history that God used to help shape the church how we have it today in the world you'll be scratching your head some of you know I was, I was on twitter late last night and someone sent me a link about how the church in Asia started and where they are today today I'm going to buy the book and read so I, I was so surprised that someone has written the church history in Asia how it started and how it has evolved you have to gain knowledge of the things of the spirit study the the bible some of you you cannot stay on your word on the scripture reading your bible for one hour you cannot you can be on your mobile phone on facebook and instagram for one hour and you don't even feel like it the bible says where your treasure is what's going to happen to you your heart will also be there if your treasure is in the world your heart will be on instagram facebook twitter 24 hours if your heart is in the spirit you always want to come to church. You always want to do spiritual things. Man of God, what are we doing today? Where are we going to evangelize? When is prayer meeting? You'll be asking. Some of you, if we say we are not having church meeting, you say, oh, brother, thank you. Let me call my business partner. Charlie, church meeting has been canceled. When should I come for the money? All that you think about in life is money? So when the devil is coming, he comes in different dimensions there are some people they spend all their life looking chasing money and when the money has come all of a sudden they do, boom, something just happens and everything that they have so-called worked hard for everything into the drain and then they will start coming to church those are the people when the thing hits them like that ah church is starting at seven they'll be in church at five because they have lost everything no way to lose everything before you fear god don't wait to lose everything before you start producing spiritual food. Protect yourself in the spirit. Live in the spirit. And let the things of God guide you. So that when the devil comes, he cannot hit you. Oh, house and some in the house. When you are in the spirit, the devil cannot hit you. Remember the children of Israel? You know, the Bible says that the man of God told them, God told them, put a mark of the blood on your doorposts. When the enemy comes, he will pass over you. When you live in the Spirit, and you live in the Holy Spirit, I'm not talking about living in another spirit. When you live in the Holy Spirit, in the Spirit, the devil's spirit can come, but they cannot get you. Amen, somebody. They cannot get you. They cannot touch your finances. They cannot touch your health. In fact, the more the devil wants you to be broke, the more God prospers you because you are working with him i proved to you on friday that the people who work with god god blessed all of them he prospered all of them you cannot work with god and become a poor person and a failure. it's not possible it's not possible anyone who works with god god prospers you are the next person in line in the name of jesus as you walk with god you shall be prospered in the name of jesus everything you do with your hands shall prosper your life shall be prosperous in the mighty name of jesus the only verse we are reading second peter chapter number three and then we are up to pray our time is up second peter chapter number three A candidable so tired. Read verse number 18. Second Peter chapter number three, verse number eighteen it says, but grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now let's add the, um, chapter, chapter one. Second Peter chapter one three and four. he said as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and value and virtue by which we have been given he has given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through us amen so how, how are you going to prosper? Through knowledge. So what the Bible says in Hosea 4.6, lack of knowledge, my people perish. Yes. Gain knowledge of spiritual things. When you come to church and we are teaching you, please don't joke with it. When you leave here after church, put your mind to the things that we are teaching you. Get the podcast. Make sure you put the message on repeat. Listen to it. Listen to it. Listen to it. In your office, listen to it. In the marketplace, listen to it. Listen to the message everywhere you are so that the message will seep deep into your heart. Increase in knowledge. Love spiritual knowledge. It is only in the spiritual knowledge that you know that you can heal the sick. In the world, they'll tell you, go and look for a doctor. Go and look for a doctor. In the word they'll tell you, okay, go and do this. It's gain spiritual knowledge. And this is my prayer for you today from today you gain more spiritual knowledge and that your knowledge of the things of the world the hardship in the world the knowledge of all of those things will dwindle and that spiritual knowledge will increase in you you will know the values of doing spiritual things you will know the importance of living in the spirit and as you live in the spirit let God, who is life in the Spirit, prosper you. Let him cause his face to shine upon you. Let him multiply you. Let him cause you to be fruitful. Let him prove in your life signs and wonders that will confound even your oppositions. In the mighty name of Jesus.
0: Thank you for being a part of today's message. This program was brought to you by the friends and partners of the Spirit Life People. For further information, kindly visit us at www.thespiritlifepeople.com or subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channels or find us on all major social media platforms. Stay blessed and always remember that in Christ Jesus, we are free.